0: Get ready ready. to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. You're listening to M. Curtis McCoy, bestselling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. This morning I've got the extreme
1: honor of interviewing Mr. Adam Kipnis. Adam is recognized as a top marketing strategist and business breakthrough specialist who can show any business owner in less than 45 minutes how to triple their current number of leads, double their sales, and increase their annual revenue by thirty to fifty thousand dollars without spending a cent on marketing or advertising. Adam is the go-to coach and advisor for many independent professionals, including accountants, real estate investors, attorneys, and medical practitioners. 22 of Adam's clients have already crossed $1 million in annual revenue. Four of Adam's clients have grown from under $100,000 to over $1 million under Adam's guidance. Adam is regularly featured on Forbes.com, and his system has been shown on NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox. He is also the host and creator of the podcast, The Entrepreneur's MBA. Adam, I actually finished watching, or I actually finished listening to a podcast with you this morning on the conscious millionaire. Very, very good insight you've shown.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. Hopefully, I can bring some of that knowledge to to your listeners and your community. Appreciate it.
1: Well, good morning. Let's get started.
2: Um, What is your personal definition of success? Um, For me, it's to do what I want, where I want. Um, You know, biggest thing, location freedom, people that have it, it is, been enticing to me. We all get tied down, whether it's family, whether it's house, whether it's, you know, children, animals, job, we get tied down to a certain location. So regardless of the amount of money I have, if I have uh, the ability to do what I love to do, wherever I happen to want to do it that day, that'd be my ultimate success. Perfect. Can you share what steps you take daily to improve? Yeah. So I'm i I'm a big reader. Um, I'm also, my wife and I are big seminar junkies. So because we don't have kids, we instead of taking vacations, we'll go to personal development seminars, sales seminars, um, you know, a bunch of the the different events and just gain a a lot of knowledge. And I can take that knowledge into my head, use it for myself and use it for my clients. So we're just both of us are really big in what can I learn and how can I translate that to ultimately my clients, which is where most of the information goes. I take something in. I figure out, oh, this fits you here. I pull that little nugget out and deliver it to my clients. So it's it's reading and it's it's seminars and learning from achievers and people that have done more, know more, or have heard more than I have and utilizing that in my life. That's awesome. That's really great that you've got a partner that
1: is on the same boat there. A lot of times I hear from folks that are, you know, the one is very driven, looking for self-growth, personal development, and the other one is not supportive of that. So yeah, it's, it's something
2: we, we, we got lucky in that we we both um, sort of thrive on that. And once you get into that world, whether it's personal development or whether it's going to conferences, <clears throat> you start to see the same people. So you start to see a lot of like minded people that also go to the same things. And you'll see them at one in, you know, LA and then you'll be in Florida or there'll, there'll be something in Phoenix. And all of a sudden, you have a whole new group of friends and community just from going to events. That's what we found. So now it's more than just our own development, now it's like, oh, we get to see old friends and learn at the same time. Uh, so I think we just got lucky that that appeared in our lives. That's awesome. I just got back from speaking
1: at an event in at uh, Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. Oh, very it cool. it's pretty neat. I've, I've been there for years as a guest, but it's kind of neat this time having the same 50 different people that I see, you know, over and over at different shows and, and them coming up this time, go to this angry
2: seminar. It's kind of a
1: neat uh, neat thing to have had made those friends just from being in the seminars numerous times. so
2: Yeah. And, cool. it, and, it, and it's cool <clears throat> when you go from being an attendee to being a, a, a speaker. Yep. Right. Um, it's I, I, we, my wife and I go to one particular event, it's called secret knock. It's in San Diego and it's an invite only part carnival park business. And we went as, as guests for a long time. And then, you know, we got to know the people and they got to know what we do. And then we both got to be on stage at different times. And all of a sudden it's like, wow. I know what it's like on that side. Now this is pretty cool on this side. So it's just, it's it's interesting when you get into the opportunity where now people know you and they want your information rather than you just taking others' information. That's awesome.
1: Let me ask you another question here. What is your advice for someone making an important decision?
2: So I, I have a process and, and I use this in a number of different ways with, with my clients, but I call it the, the four questions to ask before making any decision. Question number one is what I'm about to do going to get me paid, right? Business and life is all about revenue. Is this thing going to get you paid? Question number two, is what I'm about to do going to serve my purpose? And that purpose could be spiritual. It could be religious. It could be feeding or changing the world. It could be making people healthier. For me, it's about helping as many people as I can find an additional 30 to 50 thousand dollars in new revenue because i know what that can do for a business so does it get you paid does it serve your purpose number three does what i'm about to do need to be done by me there are lots of things that we don't have to do maybe there's a, a partner that should do it an employee that should do it you could outsource it maybe there's a technology that does it better than you can do it right so does it get you paid does it serve your purpose does it need to be done by you And then question number four, does what I'm about to do need to be done at all? There's a lot of things that we do in our lives that don't serve our purpose. They don't get us paid. They don't serve our clients. But we do them anyway because it's just natural that, oh, we have to do this. And it doesn't. So... Whenever I try to make a decision and for my clients, whenever we're talking about decisions for their businesses, does it get them paid? Does it serve their purpose? Does it need to be done by them? And does it need to be done at all?
1: That's great advice. I'm I'm just starting to learn some of that, not being too, too tied up in tasks that I don't have to personally do or that I don't need to do it also. So right. I would have loved to have, uh, have talked to you five years ago.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it was funny. I was on an airplane Talking to a friend of mine, a colleague, she had a corporate job, and um, so she wasn't a business owner, but she had a corporate job, and she was doing a lot of work for other people. And in the corporate environment, you know, people ask you to do stuff, and so you do it because you're trying to help the company, you want to help your colleagues. And I went through that process with her, and she actually printed it out, laminated it, put it in front of in front of her in her cube that she was working in at the time, and it change the way she thought about her job. Um, So regardless of the decision, whether it's an investment or whether it's marketing or whether it's a client or whether it's your job, those four questions I've always found that have been just super helpful. And I don't know if I came up with it, but I that's the way I sort of packaged it. So I give credit to whoever along my path, put those things in my head and, and hopefully it helps people in making their decisions.
1: Well, if there's nothing else that
2: we talked about today, I've, I've got my, uh, Got my
1: time's worth out of our conversation today. Right? So, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, can you
2: tell me about a specific moment that set you on the path to where you are now? It's interesting um, because I, I do have a that moment in time. I don't know if we... It took me a while to sort of figure it out, but I've been working with small business owners. I've been working with small business owners for the last 20 years or so, but I was about you know 12 years in working operationally with small businesses and helping them in different ways. Um, And I began, I began to go to different seminars and I would learn information and I would bring them to my clients. And even if it was sort of outside of the realm of what I was doing for them, but I had these different little knowledge nuggets that I would bring. And I went to an event. It was May, 2012 in Dallas. It was an event called mega partnering. It's now called mega success. Um, And there were, 800 people you know at this event great speakers steve wozniak from apple was there he was one of the headliners um so there's like great knowledge coming and i was in a hallway big hallway at the Westin in dallas you know like a ton of people in the essentially waiting to get into the event and people started talking about business coaching and i was like the heck is business coaching like I knew what a coach was, but I never really translated it. I mean, I always use the word mentor or you know, guide, but they're talking about business coaching. And I was like, all right, what's this all about? And in in that three-day event, I learned, you know, what this event was selling was coaching. And I turned around, I was like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I I'm already doing this for my clients. I'm just not packaging that way. I'm just not phrasing it that way. And I'm not positioning myself with them in this way. As an authority, I position myself as more of an operator. But this allowed me to position myself as an authority with my clients because I had all this knowledge that they needed. And it was that moment where I was like, ah, that's what I do. And that's what I want to do more of. And so that was May 2012. That's pretty neat. If you could recommend one book for our audience, what would that be? Well, I'm I'm going to recommend two because one's mine. It's how to make more money in your business. Um, It's, you know, 50 pages step-by-step of how to make more money in your business without spending money on marketing or advertising. Um, And you can get it at free book from adam.com. But the one book that changes everything for me, I don't know if you guys can see it on there. It's called Connected to Goodness by a guy named David Meltzer. Uh, It's all about gratitude. It's all about thinking differently. It's all about how can you give a lot away so so much more comes back to you. And it's super business focused, step by step. But there's a lot of just energy and understanding of the universe, understanding of the people around you. Um, It's the least woo-woo of the woo-woo business books I've ever read. Um, I've probably given this book away to... I don't know, 20 or 30 people. Every time I see David, I'm like, hey, I need some more of your books. And I just give them away. That's my go-to book for other people that's not my own. It's like, read this book. I think it'll change a lot in your life and business. That's awesome.
1: Now, is your book available on Amazon and other sites like that? Or is it? Tell, um, me, tell me the site again.
2: This one. So I've, I've my other book, which is called 1495, it's all about the decimal is available on Amazon. Um, and this book... This one I, I just give away, you can get it at free book from Adam. You can you know message me and I'll send you a, a signed copy. It's just you know th- this is um, how I can package myself and say, hey, you want to learn anything about me and what I do. Um, I'd love for you to hire me, but here's you know step by step for those of you who, who want to give it a go and, and get after it right away, um, read that book. It's eight steps on messaging and partnering. And understanding the sales process that's easily implementable for anybody in any business. I, I wrote it in a way that you can take it and you can do it the next day, um, and uh, you don't have to process a ton. It's just here's the example. Go mirror the example in your own business in your own life.
1: Very cool. I'll definitely get a copy. I've got a couple of retail stores that I own. That I would like to uh, definitely go through that book a few times.
2: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, hopefully it'll it'll help. I mean, it's um, Anything I can do. I'd love to come on, on shows like yours and because if I give it all away, I know that it's coming back in some way, shape or form. And so I want to give as much knowledge to you and to your listeners and to your audience as possible. I sure appreciate it,
1: Adam. Yeah. Hey, what, uh,
2: what character traits do you value the most in others? Uh, character traits that I'm most in others. I would um, passion is the one that is the, the one I love the most. Obviously, I want people to have integrity. I want people to to um, be trustworthy. But passion. I I did a podcast episode on on the Entrepreneurs MBA with a guy who's passionate about email. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, we all we all get email. We all read our email. He is passionate about email, and he sits up at night. How can I make emails more relevant? How can I get my Clients' emails read. That's what he's passionate about. And when we were doing the interview, you could hear it in his voice about like, he is so excited about making email better. So, no matter what it is, whether it's knitting or whether it's business or whether it's football or tennis or email, when people are passionate about something, I'm drawn in. Like in that interview, I was sucked in to how to make email better. So, passion, I think, would be the number one thing. That's great. It's awesome.
1: Uh, here's a A little bit tougher question. How do you push through your, or how do you push through tough times?
2: Oh, um, you know, I I think one, I'm a big, um, most of what I do with my clients is strategic planning. It's taking a step back and taking a look at the business, you know, getting in a room with a whiteboard and mapping out a business. And so for myself, a, a lot of it is, I mean, it's such a tough question to answer, but it's really stepping back. It's taking a step back from the situation or from my own head, um, you know, no matter what's going on in my life, good, bad or otherwise, I know I've got it better than ninety nine point nine percent of the world. And so my tough times aren't that tough. They're momentary. So take a step back, take a deep breath and know that, you know, everything in the world is temporary and this too shall pass I like that. I'm not just am so. great at it, but that's that's but that's what I'd like to try and do. I like it. What's something that inspires you? So again, coming back to that, you know, other people's passions is is really inspirational. Um, But I I think seeing people do things that I'm um, maybe too scared, too nervous, too novice to do, uh, it used to piss me off. Honestly, I'd be like, oh, my God, how does that person have you know, 50,000 followers on Instagram and I don't, I think I'm a pretty big deal. Right. And it used to piss me off and be like, what, you know, why them? And somewhere along the way, um, probably from some of the books and some of the people I've met, I'm like, if them, why, why not me? Right. I, I, I kind of turn it. So when people do things that I'm unwilling or have been unwilling to do, it's so inspirational because it's so easy, like being on po- starting my own podcast or being on your podcast. Like there's a ton of people out there who are terrified to do it, but it's so easy once you do it. And other people had podcasts. so I was like, I can do that now. I've done 80 episodes and I've interviewed, you know, business leaders. Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank was on my podcast. It was like other people do it so I can do it, too. And that's super inspirational for me. So I love to see other people's success. And rather than um, being brought down by it, it actually brings me up that it's actually much easier if you just say, OK, they did it. Here's how they did it. I'll just do what they did and I'll have the same thing. That's great. That's a great outlook to have. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's not the brain, <coughs> the brain is a funny thing, right? It, it, it takes us in different directions. But um, you know, just looking for the good in situations has really changed a lot of my outlook and my success not only with myself, but for my clients. My clients are more successful when I think in a positive light because they can do whatever they want. And rather than being mad at them that they didn't do their homework or they didn't follow the plan, um, it just inspires me to figure out, all right, let's figure out a way that they will.
1: There's a point, though, too, when you have to drop a client that just will absolutely not follow instruction or won't expect you to do everything they're right?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there are people um, that are wonderful people but they're just never gonna, they're never gonna do what they want, and it's whether or not it's part of the plan or whether it's not a part of what I say. It they whatever their want is isn't really what their want is, um, because if it was, they would do the work. Right. And so um, there are clients that I've had to um, let go. There are clients that have just sort of transitioned away um, because not that I'm a I'm a super genius, but I've done this with enough companies and I've brought in enough partners and people to support my clients that I know the knowledge is sound. I do my best and try two or three different ways if I can't get through. Um, But sometimes it's just maybe I'm not the right voice. I mean, if you think about sports, there are great football coaches that get fired at the end of every year because it's not the right voice anymore. Same thing with sometimes, sometimes my clients, maybe I'm not the right voice anymore and they need someone else to get to where they want to go. That's
1: awesome. I had uh, interviewed Navy SEAL sniper, uh, Jeff Wubig. He's a SEAL Team 5, SEAL Team 7, a very accomplished Navy sniper. And um, he had kind of the same thing. He was he was talking about how you can, you can give it all away. There's great people that, you know, an NBA player that grew up in a poor home and, and uh as soon as he makes his first hundred thousand dollars, he goes out and buys his mom a $50,000 car and gives her the other 50 away. And, and he's broke again next month. And so, I think there's a good mix between saving a little bit, but also not being, not being selfish. And I think you're right there with yeah. you know, the more you give away, the more people you help. They say help, help a million people, help a million people earn a dollar. what well, there's a quote about that. Um, about, uh, yeah, help, hey, enough, hey,
2: help enough people, hey. you get what you want. Yeah, right? you you get what you want. So it, it, one of the things in in this connected to goodness book um, that David wrote, <clears throat> he says that he wants to give away a hundred dollar bill, hundred dollar bills in order to get twenty dollars back. And he knows if he gives away a, enough hundred dollar bills, the twenties are going to start multiplying. So he doesn't expect as much back as he gives, but he knows if he gives it away, it's all going to come back at some point. And um, I can't say we're all perfect at that. But if that's what we strive to do, um, you know, give everything away because you're getting something back. Um, I want to give $100,000 worth of knowledge to my clients and charge them $10,000 to do it, right? They win, I win, everybody wins. So um, hopefully we can can live our lives that way. Hopefully I can live my life that way um, and then help, you know, your listeners help you help the people that I come across in my life. I love that. That's awesome.
1: Okay. What advice would you give to your 18-year-old self?
2: Oh, this, this one's easy because this was, I had an opportunity and I screwed it up. So when I was in college, my mom came to me as we were signing a lease for the, my apartment as a sophomore. So I was actually 19, not 18, but I was signing a lease to this apartment with two of my roommates. And my mom said, well, should we buy a condo and um, have, you know, and, and live there and, and just rather than getting an apartment? And she wasn't a real estate person and she didn't know a lot about real estate. And I didn't know anything about real estate. I was 19. And I was like, Oh, that sounds hard. That what if when I, I'm only going to be here four years. What if, you know, we lose money. What if I can't sell it? Um, All of those objections started coming in my head. And so we rented the apartment and went on with my life. Had I, who knows where my life would have been. Had we bought that condo Now, it turned out I happened to go to school in Atlanta in the run up to the Olympics in 1996. I graduated in 94. So that real estate purchase probably would have doubled um, had I actually done it. But I would tell anybody um, real estate. I would if I went back and I was 18, I would buy a fourplex or a triplex, something like that around college, rent out the other units to. My college friends live in one, live for free, have no expenses and income coming in. So I would buy multifamily residential real estate. Um, that's what I would tell any 18 year old, because that can change your life. Even in downturns, you can get income coming in and can set yourself up with, you know, more mailbox money than working for working for a paycheck. So that's what I would tell myself. Perfect. That's
1: great. Well, it's, this has been a great interview. I, I, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time and I'll get on and sign up so I can get that free book and, and uh, check out your, your stuff on Amazon as well.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I mean, I I love that um, you, you gave me the opportunity. You've got a big audience on, on all the different social media platforms and you've got your stores and I appreciate you just uh, carving out a little time for me to, to, to share and to, you know, to give me a, a platform to, to talk to other people, hopefully help everyone that you know. So I really appreciate it. It's really kind of you to do. Absolutely. Thanks again.
0: Yeah, you got it. Connect with other dreamers and achievers by joining our success, motivation, and inspiration group on Facebook. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast and head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.